0: The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and today I get to talk about supposedly one of the best cities in America, here on The Quickie. I'm Trevor Beggs, you're listening to The Quickie, part of the Nux Conduct Network. We got four shows on that network, Sipping on a 40 yesterday. We caught up with the boys in isolation, myself, Nick Bondy, Kyle Bowen. Speaking of those guys, Nick Bondi released another episode of Power of the Towel. I think he's now branding it to Power of the Purell in these times of self-isolation. He is the coronavirus pandemic captain here at Nux Misconduct. But today, we're not talking about the coronavirus. We're talking about some hockey, and I'm talking about those Colorado Avalanche here as I go through all 31 teams in the NHL. Not a lot of bad things to say about the Colorado Avalanche this season. They've arguably been... The best team in the West. Yes, I know St. Louis is ahead of them in the standings, but by goal differential, and considering the fact that they've been banged up all season long, Colorado has had a damn good season. There's a lot of players to pick from for most surprising. Again, looking at most surprising, not necessarily the best player on the team. I think Kale McCarr, obviously a big surprise player. Andre Burkowski with the bounce back. Jonas Donskoy with a great season. He looked like one of those guys that could be a regrettable signing, but he's had a damn good season as well. But for my biggest surprise, I'm actually going to go with Valerie Nichushkin. Yes, the player who some believed the Canucks should have picked over Bo Horvat in the 2017 or the 2013 draft. He went 10th overall to the Dallas Stars. Last year, a rough year for sure. He made his return to the NHL after a two-year hiatus and had 0 goals and 10 assists in 57 games for the Dallas Stars. Like I get that the Dallas Stars don't score a lot, but damn. That is an abomination. Anyways, the Colorado Avalanche decided to give him a little show me contract and he's bounced back in a big way. Playing in a bottom six role, Natuchkin has 13 goals, 27 points in 65 games. He's also one of their he's also by far their best possession player. With a rockness 56 Corsi 4 the next closest player is his linemate, Matt Calvert, at 54%. An impressive feat considering that these guys are mainly playing in the defensive zone to start their shifts. But Valerian Hushkin, he gets my shout out for the most surprising player in Colorado because honestly, from watching him play in Dallas the year before, I thought he was done. He looks slow, immobile, useless, but he's really carved out a nice niche in Colorado. Not a lot of disappointments at all on this roster. Uh, speaking of disappointments, shout out Jason Megna. He got eight games with the Colorado Avalanche this season, somehow, someway. I'm going to go, and this might be a bit controversial, I'm going to go with Philip Grubauer in net. And I say that only because he resembles Mike Smith a little bit when I watch him play. Pavel Francouz, rocking at 916 save percentage in the season, pretty damn good. That quality start percentage is down at 47%. Again, the league average is 53%. Now, Philip Grubauer, if you look at him game by game, he's one of those goalies that he can steal you a game. He's going to get a shutout, a 40-save shutout some nights, and then he's going to be absolute dog shit on other nights as well. He had a nice run before the stoppage in play, and then obviously he had to leave with injury as well. But, Frank, but Grubauer... His performance hasn't been, even been that vital because of Pavel Frankuz, who came over from the KHL, 29 years old, but he's had an absolute rock-solid season in net for the Colorado Avalanche. So, Gru Bauer, don't take it personally that you've been Colorado's biggest disappointment. There aren't a lot of disappointments to choose from on this stacked team that could easily challenge for the Stanley Cup if NHL play resumed at some point this season. Now, the city of Denver, Colorado, it's long been probably one of the top three cities that I've wanted to visit in the States, right up there with Nashville and New Orleans. And just looking at some of the praise Denver gets online, there's a lot of reasons to love it. I mean, they're apparently America's best beer city. Even their underrated hikes are higher elevation than most other hikes. I'm a big beer guy. I'm a big mountain guy. Denver seems right up my alley. When I tried to find negatives about Denver... It seemed a little whiny, to be honest. There was one big, long article from The Median that talked about the reason why Denver sucks now is because so many people have moved there and they've ruined the Denver culture. I mean, I look at that and say, you guys are apparently still the biggest beer city in America. You guys got great hikes, great mountains. Come on. Another person said, traffic sucks. Hard to find parking. takes a long time to drive up to the mountains because there's so many people there. I just don't have many bad things to say about Denver. It's a city I love to visit. If you've been to Denver, let me know what I should do when I get there. And we're going to keep rolling along. I don't think there's going to be as many nice things to say about some of the other cities coming up on this list. But we're going to keep rolling through every NHL team here on hiatus on the Quickie.